This is Sunday Rewind on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. to Husker Rewind. We are doing what they call in the business efforting. The voice of Nebraska volleyball, John Baylor. As we run around, I'm Mike Belby, Tom Stevens in the other room trying to get John Baylor on the Aloe VIP line. VIP line brought to you by Aloe Fiber, where they understand the importance of Exceptional service with local heart for those watching on the Sarder Heyman live stream. Thank you very much. You're watching on Allo Channel 951 on Twitter, Twitch, Facebook, and YouTube. And if you want to be a part of the show, 402-464-5685 on the Honda of Lincoln hotline or the Sarder Heyman text line. And I do believe we are now joined by the... I think are we're we? still efforting. We're still efforting. Okay. He said he was going to be driving back from Minneapolis, uh, but to call him on the way back. Um, so I don't think that commercial break was very long. And so <laughs> no, I, I, I should have, uh, I should have extended and uh, put a couple more commercials in. So we would have had time to make that call, but I'm excited to talk a little Husker volleyball with John Baylor. He mentioned to me earlier this year that announcers, coaches had been telling him, and this was, I don't know, this was probably 15 games in that Nebraska was the best volleyball team that they had seen in the country. Um, and I thought that was a little crazy to say that in that you were starting four freshmen and something always goes wrong when you're starting four freshmen, but it never did with these four freshmen. No. Um, yeah, they lost to, they lost to a really good Wisconsin team who had been undefeated at home all season long. And they continued that. I think they're like 13 and oh, or something yeah. like that at home this year. And Nebraska lost in three sets. They probably should have won that first set. They probably could have won a couple of other sets. Well, they, they should have won the second set, too. Yeah, I mean, they, they didn't close out sets, and I think uh, John Cook was quoted as saying, lesson learned. Um, but this, they came back the next night, or, you know, last night, and I thought Harper Murray played one of her better games. Uh, well, Mary she, Beeson had 21 kills in a four-set Mar- match. I mean, Mary Beeson. Um, I mean, you always get what you always get from Lexi Rodriguez and Cho Boys becoming that same way as well. Uh, but this is a team that's just, they're rounding into shape in the the right way at the right time. And I think that win, uh, I, I almost think the loss on Friday night, we argued all season long, do you want this team to go undefeated in the NCAA tournament? I think it was actually maybe a good thing. Uh, and then they came back with fire against a team that had to make the NCAA tournament, had to beat Nebraska to get to the NCAA tournament. And they did. They did. Minnesota is the fifth Big Ten team in the tournament. They're going to play six seed Utah State. So essentially, they're like an 11 seed. Okay. Because they only seed the top eight on every quadrant of the bracket. I, so they, they felt like if they just played well against Nebraska and maybe it was, you know, one, get win one set, uh, then you get to the tournament. They well, were, they're, Nobody can tell me they're not one of the best teams in college volleyball. Oh, yeah. They're, they're really talented. So in the NCAA tournament, uh, Volleyball-wise, you have Nebraska, a number one seed. Wisconsin, a number one seed. Purdue is a three seed. 
Penn State is a five seed, and essentially Minnesota is an 11 seed. Creighton, by the way, is a three seed. And Nebraska's path to the Final Four goes via Long Island University. That is going to be on December 1st at 7 p.m. They'll then take on the winner of Delaware, Missouri. Looking ahead to the Sweet 16, the four seed is Florida, the five seed is Georgia Tech. So in the Sweet 16, you could see Nebraska face Merritt Beeson's old team, the Florida Gators, and then Kentucky's the two seed in Nebraska's bracket. Good old Craig Skinner and the Wildcats uh, poised to be there as well. And I believe we now have JB. Uh, Yeah, the voice of Nebraska volleyball, John Baylor, driving back from Minneapolis. Uh, Hey, JB, how are you? Tommy! Hello, Mike. I'm doing okay. <laughs> uh, how you feeling uh, driving back? You, you heard the news, Nebraska, the number one overall seed. You can't be surprised by that. Uh, but we I were one. I'm not surprised. I'm, I'm feeling challenged because I'm having this in-depth volleyball conversation while navigating traffic. But <laughs> I have perused the brackets, and my initial reaction is the Oscars fared very well. Yeah. And I, 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 I hesitate to say that because the, the much more enjoyable thing to say is, we got screwed. Hey, <laughs> one more time. Yeah. That's what you want to say, but you can't say it if it's not true. Are you, at all, are you at all surprised that Minnesota made the tournament having lost to Nebraska last night? No, 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 no. They were on the bubble and they deserved to be in there. They had some tough losses early in the year, horrible losses at Rutgers, at Maryland, but they had injuries at the time. There's uh, Melanie Shaftmaster, their setter wasn't healthy. They deserve to be in there. They're a scary team, and I think they got a pretty good draw. I mean, they could they could do some damage. They could they could visit the uh, middle of December. That they could. Hey, JB, there winds up being, I believe, five Big Ten teams: Nebraska, Wisconsin, on the opposite side of the brackets, right where they need to be to make sure, hopefully, that we can get a a national championship game round three between these two. Uh, Purdue and Penn State, though, are in Wisconsin's side of the bracket. Did that surprise you that they put three Big Ten teams with only five? All in one side. That is a little surprising. And if you're uh, Purdue, you got to be ticked off because you do not want to see Wisconsin. And you've beaten them once. I mean, you want to you want to try your hand against uh, against. Uh, I don't know if you want to go face Stanford. But you want to be in the Pittsburgh bracket. Uh, but uh, you know, there's no way to predict where you're going to end up. But I think you know Nebraska with with Kentucky uh, and prior to that potentially uh, Florida. Uh, I guess perhaps Arkansas. I mean, you can't ask for a more fair pathway to a Final Four, although Kentucky is perhaps the hottest team in the country right now, mowing down the SEC, winning, uh, going 17-1 and in the SEC, and with arguably one of the best coaches in the country, Craig Skinner. Yeah. Well, you saw number one Nebraska fall in three sets uh, to Wisconsin. Not a big surprise. They're undefeated at home this year. But you also saw Nebraska beat Stanford on the road this year. Uh, is I think Stanford's still number two. Would you take them or Wisconsin as the second-best team in the country? Whoo, Wisconsin. Yeah. Uh, we, you know, Ella Rubin, the second outside hitter, sophomore from uh, Southern California for Stanford, hit negative against Nebraska. And... Um, no, that 
You get pulled over, JB? It was just a matter. It was a matter of time. It was a matter of time before he finally got pulled over. Uh, and like people behind me are honking. Uh, you gotta pull over, guys. It's a doggone emergency vehicle. <laughs> learning. Driving is an acquired skill. Anyway, um, uh, we were talking on Stanford. Uh, Wisconsin, in my opinion, has the highest upside of any, the highest ceiling, I guess, is the phrase, of any team in the country. And uh, Stanford's very, very good. Kendall Kip, Ella Rubin. They got two, another great left side. They got two great middles. They got the, arguably the best setter in the country, although I'd take Bergen Riley over Cami Minor. But um, they're, they're ticked off. They haven't won a title for a while and they're looking to raise number 10 this year. And Kendall Kip is, I think she's a ninth year senior, but she's only a fifth year senior. And, and she's been at Stanford, the farm all five years. But, uh, I think I give the edge to Wisconsin, you know, Midwestern people, tough, gritty, <laughs> they battle, you know, you lose at Stanford, you go out to the coffee shop, you, you talk about, okay, which, VC fund, you're going to take dough from for your first, maybe second startup, and things are okay. But Wisconsin, you don't want to go ice fishing. You want to keep playing. Exactly. Yeah. So on the, going into the tournament, we talked about this a little bit with Tanya on and off throughout the season. Is the loss to Wisconsin possibly a positive for Nebraska, especially this close to the tournament? Well, they seem to be a little looser. They're pretty happy at breakfast the day of the Minnesota match and, and the pre-match meal. and uh, They're always a happy bunch. And boy, they enjoy each other so well. And They were just joking on the bus after the win against Minnesota. Maybe something has been lifted. Maybe they, they did feel a little pressure uh, being undefeated the whole way through. But nobody's ever going to know. I mean, or, but what's going to be remembered about this year is how it finishes. So it's been a stunning, perhaps the most memorable season and in uh, a team could ever have uh, thus far. But sadly, what's going to be primarily remembered is the next three weeks. And the Huskers have a fairly fair draw and no pressure to be the first undefeated team since the 2009 Penn State. Um, and uh, I just think we're the underdog. You know, you're at the UW Fieldhouse. They're huge. They're healthy. They're ticked off. I mean, they'd won four straight Big Ten championships. They weren't going to win it this year because they couldn't convert on a match point try against Nebraska, and then they couldn't convert on a match point try at Purdue. And, and uh, yeah, they had, they had all the incentive, and they took it out on Nebraska. And we played really well for two games. Yeah. Uh, the voice of Nebraska volleyball, John Baylor, of course, on the line. You can make a lot of different arguments for MVP for Nebraska. Bergen Riley has changed the offense. Merritt Beeson SEC Player of the Year has been so good and, and the captain of this team. Harper Murray, the best player coming out of high school. Where would you go if you if you decided on the MVP for Nebraska this year? Lexi Rodriguez. Yep. I agree with you. She, she affects the game invisibly. Opponents play differently against Nebraska than what you see on film prior to Nebraska because they avoid her. When Kentucky played the Huskers the first time, they basically attacked away from her every single swing they possibly could. I mean, she has such a big impact on on what happens uh, on the floor. She's probably the most respected player uh, I've ever, at least from the behavior of the opposing team that you, you could imagine, because they devise an entire game plan typically away from her to avoid her. So, and she's the best statistically best passer in the country. So you'd never want to serve her. And she can serve 60% of the – she can pass 60% of the court. So she affects so much. But Bergen has totally changed the team. 
Merritt was a great player who's now uh, an elite first-team All-American. Uh, she's in the conversation for conference player of the year. Harper Murray is uh, an electric freshman. She and Andy Jackson, two of the most explosive athletes the program have ever had, and they play together. But I, I think Lexi is the straw that serves the drink. Hey, JB, with Lexi's prowess to force teams to change their game plan, how much does that say about Laney Choboy being a defensive specialist that's going to be one that's probably going to get attacked? I get it. They also go after Harper Murray and some of the other players in the back uh, when they serve and when they attack. But, boy, Laney Choboy at times really seems to just embrace the pressure yep. and, and all of it. Well, she gets targeted with the serve a lot because what's your choice? Your, your other choice is Lexi. Um, and, you know, she struggled a little bit early on in the year because she had always been the alpha dog. She'd always been the leader on whatever team she played on, even even uh, junior national teams uh, at USA. And uh, she was always the libero. She was always on the court, the quarterback, telling people what And here she chooses a school where she's by necessity going to watch half the time. And then she doesn't get in that rhythm. She doesn't feel that. She struggled a little bit uh, on the court, off the court. But, boy, she's embracing it now, and she's beloved by her teammates. I mean, what a sacrifice. She, she'd probably be a third-team All-American this year as a libero. That's pretty rare. As a freshman libero, unless you're Alexia Rodriguez, as a first-team All-American, that's almost unheard of. But she chose a school where she's a part-timer, won't even get in that uh, conversation. So she's pretty special. Uh, her passing of the last couple of weeks has been a little inconsistent. But, boy, uh, you, know, you know, guys, why? When she starts to celebrate, she turns away from the team, first of all. No. It's because when she was playing on the national team, the junior national team, the under-19, the under-17 team, she was pushing and shoving the other players so much that Alicia Glass, the assistant coach on that team, said, you're going to injure one of your teammates. So she has to celebrate away <laughs> initially from the, the group, and then she comes in and only shoves them a little bit. I mean, that's no. how effusive and enthusiastic a player she is. She's just she's so fun to watch play and celebrate. Yeah. Well, her save going into the bleachers uh, a couple yeah. weeks ago was just incredible, but uh, you, you feel like she's going to make those type of plays throughout her career. Talking about John Baylor, the voice of Husker Volleyball, announced as the number one overall seed in the NCAA tournament. We've seen John Cook reinvent himself, and you've seen it because you've watched his entire career so many different times. And you know, I'm sure you're asked this question every single year as far as his coaching job, where does this year's team rank as far as his coaching jobs are concerned? Uh, I do not get asked that a lot. That's a great question. I, uh, I think 2000 was a marvel, uh, undefeated. That team, uh, you know, just got, just got fire and just, just, just uh, surpassed all expectations. There's so many subplots to that 2000 team. That was his first year. 2008, I think if he had to choose, and he, he never does or will, might call his favorite team. That was uh, one of the most overachieving teams ever. Jordan Larson and the Miracles going to the national semifinal against Penn State. 2017 was another uh, amazing year, um, winning the title. But, uh, you know, Annie Albright becoming a, a second-team All-American, playing all the way around for the first time in her career. It was her fourth season. 2018 was an amazing year. I mean, that team, I mean, you got a redshirt sophomore Lauren Stibrin starting. You got Jazz Sweet on the right. You've got, oh, what's her name? Um, ah, uh, freshman middle. I mean, you, you couldn't, I can't think of her name. She transferred to uh, Long Beach, who, uh, you know, was not in any way an offensive threat. I mean, you had McKinley Lefecki and a freshman Saturday, Nathan Haynes. 
and they get to the national championship match against arguably the greatest collection of talent in the history of the sport, Stanford, that group won three national championships out of four years. Nebraska, Lexi's son on the left side, Kenzie Maloney is uh, your uh, senior year libero. They've got them 9-9 nine nine in the fifth. I'll say that's his greatest coaching job, 2018. Nice. Kelly Schwarzenbach, is that who you were thinking of? Thank you. I love Google. <laughs> yep. <laughs> JB, looking ahead to the tournament, they've got Long Island University on Friday. I'm not going to ask you if you know anything about Long Island what's University. The, what's, what's their nickname? The Ducks? What's their Long Island nickname? Ice I teas? Are they, uh, the, your job. This is my job. Are they Long Island, Long Island iced teas? No, no, that's not it. I, I think Dr. J started at Long Island before he transferred to UMass. I'll do the research. But it's a great <laughs> rumor. It's a great rumor. Well, you have some time. You have some time. Yes. Great stuff. Uh, avoid the traffic and the sirens. And uh, thanks for the time. We appreciate it. You're the best. Mike, Tommy, great to talk to you. GBR. By the way, I uh, love the Big Ten special. Uh, I mean, I, I don't think we mentioned oh. it last time. That You were great in it. Uh, Dirk Chatlin was great. That was really well done. Appreciate that. I Thanks. got a little emotional the first time I saw that near the end. That was uh, that yeah. was special. You know, I was uh, at, obviously at uh, Minneapolis, Minnesota last night, Maturi Pavilion, the path, and one of the um, ushers came up to me as he recognized me, and he said, you know what, I'm a Gopher fan, but I got emotional watching that. Uh, when yeah. they came out of the tunnel at Memorial Stadium, great stuff. Yeah, and you know what? Who made that happen? Garrett Wright went to Lincoln East High School, and uh, product of Husker Vision, went to work for the Big Ten Network. And Garrett Wright, for years, said you've got to do a documentary on Nebraska volleyball. And the year he actually takes a job with the Gophers, he's now the head of their equivalent of Husker Vision at Minnesota. Wow. Finally, the Big Ten Network does the uh, the show. But big thanks to Garrett Wright, the Big Ten. Uh, that's that's a great piece for women's sports, and it's going to certainly serve Nebraska volleyball recruiting uh, in the future. But oh. yeah, I'm surprised I was not left on the on the cutting room floor. But <laughs> it, was, um, well, it, well, it was well done. JB, we look forward to hearing your call. Uh, Nebraska versus the Long Island University Sharks next Friday. Oh, sharks. nice! The Sharks, Land Sharks. Don't let them don't let them take a bite out of us. <laughs> great they stuff. Get the lead. I'm going to say we're going to need a bigger boat. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Good stuff. Thanks, JB. We'll talk to you hopefully maybe next week after a big uh, weekend win. A couple of wins. Whenever it works for you guys, Sunday night is my night pulling up in front of the old, the old fireplace, just <laughs> listening to Mike and Tommy <laughs> and bringing it home. So just give me a call. I've got a little shawl around me and, and some slippers, some hot milk with nutmeg. <laughs> That's nice. a great picture. Little hot milk, uh, hot milk with nut bank and uh, the little shawl. That's what my dad used to make to help me go to sleep when I was a kid. Now no one even knows what it refers to. I think I might have grown up in the 19th century. Thanks, JB. We appreciate it. Talk to you soon. Drive safe. There you go. Uh, John Baylor, the voice of Husker Volleyball. And uh, it's not over. Um, They reached the NCAA tournament as the number one seed. Long Island uh, this Friday. And uh, we'll see where it goes from there. I mean, that, that's going to be a fun tournament. Uh, yeah, you got Delaware and Minnesota that'll be at uh, Devaney as well on Friday night. They play at 4.30. Then Nebraska, yeah. Long Island University, the Sharks at 7 o'clock. And then 7 o'clock on Saturday night, it will be Nebraska 
We assume. We assume. Uh, versus more than likely Missouri, although Delaware would be considered the nine seed. Yeah. All right. So we'll see uh, who they play that next round. And if everything goes according to seeding, then you would see Florida in the Sweet 16. Ooh. Oh, oh, that, that gets more interesting. Exactly. Sure. Merritt Beeson's old team. There so. you go. Uh, let's get to break and do the Big Ten Blitz. Or actually, we've already done that. Uh, yeah. Our picks of density. Picks we have not density. done that. Uh, and we'll do Tanya's based on the volleyball team. Yep. That'll be fun as well. Uh, picks of density is coming up next.